Did you miss your favorite WXVU show? Have no fear, because every single WXVU show is available on demand. You heard that right, every single show. Search WXVU on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts, and you'll find archives of all of our weekly shows. It's another reason why this truly is the greatest semester in the history of Villanova's V891, The Roar. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Take a Wild Guess with Tallinn. First off, I want to thank you for listening to WXVU, The Roar, and now thank you again for turning into my show, Take a Wild Guess. So I want to start off by wishing you all that you had a great week. I had a pretty good week as well. But before we get into the details of that week and some new developments that are very relevant to take a wild guess, let me reintroduce myself. Um, This show is a sports broadcasting for the non-sports fan. 1 p.m. Sundays is when you can tune in to hear me host a show where I will, like many before and after me, watch and commentate on the Villanova Wildcats basketball season. Now, you might be asking, what's different about this show versus all the rest? The twist is that I know next to nothing about basketball, but I have enthusiasm towards the moon. So I, along with any listeners who want to get more involved with our school's most popular sport but don't know where to start, will learn about basketball from guest co-hosts and some research that I do on the side as the, research, as the season goes on. Thank you for tuning in, and let's get back to some new developments. First off, huge news, like genuinely really big news for Take a Wild Guess Productions. Everyone here who's a part of the the company, as in me, myself, and I. It has finally happened. I have attended a Villanova basketball game. Now, hold the applause because (laughs) while you may be sitting there saying, wait, isn't she someone who's been doing this show for around a couple months now? I mean, it has been basketball season almost that entire time. How did it take her this long? I would like to remind you of the aim of this show, which is a accessible learning curve for myself and my listeners. Therefore, I didn't want to like jump right in with a really intimidating full game that I had seen and taken I was about to say taken part in, Jesus. Uh, For anyone who didn't tune in last week, another new development is the fact that I am also playing basketball. Unfortunately, not with the Wildcats as much as they begged me to join, obviously. But (laughs) I am taking part in intramural basketball on the B team of Villanova Intramurals with Ball and Order, which is our school's premier mock trial intramural basketball team. And just to clarify, I'm also not on mock trial. So don't ask me how I got on the team. I think it was just my pure natural talent. So back to why it took me this long to get to a Villanova basketball game. Well, that's actually a a subject we're going to cover later as well a little bit. But um, in a less literal sense, the reason why it took me so long is A, I didn't know how to get tickets. That was a learning curve, again. And we covered that on a previous episode. Please tune in to episode two if you're interested. <laughs> and the once we got over that hurdle, it's a lottery system, man. Like, I am not super attentive of most games here, and therefore I was ranked pretty low in terms of what I could attend. So 
the lottery gods sh- smiled down on me and said, okay, let's, let's let her <laughs> um, attend a game. And so I was able to attend the Villanova v. Providence Wildcats versus the, I think it's the Friars, I believe it was, um, two weeks ago. It was, and it was quite the ride. I think one thing to note is that before I even stepped foot in the stadium, obviously I was very excited. I got to go with some friends. I got to dress up in my one Villanova t-shirt that I got from fr- for free freshman year and have since cut up to fit any and every occasion that I could possibly need school spirit for. Uh, this shirt and a heavy coat took me to Philly, and I took the train in with some friends. And that's kind of where I think we should place our first pin and circle back and discuss on this I was unaware how long it would take (laughs) to get to we went to Wells Fargo it was not a Finn game unfortunately and though I love going into the city I like upon reflecting on it I realized that I think I spent more time getting to the game than I did watching the game and I'm not sure if that's like normal. I'm not sure if that's kind of expected. If I should just very much like be take like the the end of the journey is the journey. You know what I mean? Like the goal of the what's that saying where it's like, oh, the point of going on a long, fruitful like quest is the quest itself. Though I did enjoy it. It also was like, wow, that took multiple hours and I think one other point to consider is that I believe an Eagles game was happening, I think, concurrently, like exactly the same time. So that made it a little bit difficult to probably a little bit more difficult to get there than it would on a normal Villanova game, though I do assume that it's incredibly popular. And obviously, like, there's no way that the entire city wouldn't show up as they did for when I went. Um, <laughs> so we, we showed up and I, we got lost in the stadium though. I have been there once for a concert before. I'm not really a big stadium girl. Like I, it's a little bit, um, well, I think it would kind of be intimidating to anybody. Like it's huge. It's like the Coliseum. It's a modern Coliseum and you have to try like eight they're not doors so much as they are entrances to the stands to see where you can sit. And I think we went on the super top level, which was nice as someone who's rather short, according to other people, not myself, but according to other outside sources, it was nice to be on the upper level, even if it was a little bit harder to see. Um, But honestly, not really because they had this giant TV screen in the middle of the court. So it was basically like, I traveled very, very far, sat very, very high in order to watch TV like I could have watched it at home. But (laughs) the atmosphere is what you were going for. And the atmosphere really did actually knock it out of the park. Let me tell you, big shout out to Villanova Band. I think they were one of my favorite parts of the entire experience, uh, as well as the dance team and the, I think the cheerleaders, because they were also extremely entertaining. Notice how I have not mentioned basketball at all. I'm, I'm warming up to it. Come on, again, take a wild guess. I'm... I'm really learning. We're we're all slowly dipping our toe in, so to speak. And one other thing is that notice how I'm mentioning all these other like 
attractions, these other like side shows to the game, I did not realize, and I should have, how much time has to be dedicated to other things happening during the game to like accommodate for like timeout time or like penalty time or just other time when the game is not actively happening where they can put in advertisements on normally tv and when you're in the stadium you're not watching all those advertisements though i think we did get some ads or like more like donation charity things but um a lot of that time was put legs filled in via very like like circus side attractions which i really appreciate it again this was more of a like coliseum entertainment thing that i realized it was going to be i think that's kind of an interesting aspect that you don't really get going into it it's it's sillier than it depicts itself on tv is what i'm gonna say (laughs) and for our our main takeaways of this episode is that basketball games are silly (laughs) in a good way that's obviously a huge compliment um so circling back from that illuminating illuminating uh point that we just came to it's reaching the quarter of the hour so i think i'm gonna read a little a little white card and though i asked our esteemed guests last time to pick a number from one to ten we actually only have nine this time that's interesting so i'm gonna have to be picking the number Uh, let's go with a solid a solid nine. Ooh, and I think this is actually uh, apropos to my subject. I like that. So number nine is, are you interested in strength training but feel intimidated or confused as to where to begin? Join Strength Training 101 to learn the basics of strength training and how to create a safe and effective program. ACS approved. Register in the Office of Health Promotions website. That's really interesting that it's ACS approved because... I I'm not a freshman anymore, but when I was, I really it, they 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 really are slapping ACS approved on anything these days, <laughs> which I'm happy about. It's it's good. It's a it's like a cultural thing, I believe. But um, that was just if you asked me five seconds ago, would strength training be ACS approved? I would say no. I wouldn't think so. But obviously, it is now. And for anybody who's not at Villanova and doesn't know what ACS approved is it's kind of like so we have to take a mandatory um, aspect of our curriculum is this class called ACS our freshman year and part of that class's requirements is going to other events around campus that usually hold educational value like lectures or perhaps like one of the school plays or something I think I think that would be ACS approved or something else or like strength training and you like go you write a little uh page about it paragraph about it paper Jesus it wasn't a paragraph it was a paper paper about it and that's part of your education for that mandatory course so that's that's why I was a little bit surprised that strength training is ACS approved I wonder if we could get well for anyone who's a lawyer listener of this program guess what I'm gonna say next I wonder if we could get uh the wildcat basketball games ACS approved because I feel like I get strength training definitely an educational aspect to that but I feel like going to a basketball is incredibly community oriented it's very culturally relevant to Villanova it's you're, you can learn. You are, you are watching experts at their craft 
perform and therefore there's something educational in that i believe wow i just gave you three reasons why uh villanova basketball games should be acs approved let's i'll circle back next week if we can, if we can make that happen <laughs> that would be really funny actually if the main the main thing that comes out of this radio show is not me getting any better at basketball. Actually, I already have. Again, I'm literally playing basketball right now. And if you asked me that last year, could never have happened. So that that leaf has already turned a new page. Ooh, did I just mix metaphors right there? But if the main thing <laughs> that comes out of this radio show is that Villanova basketball games get ACS approved, I would be so happy with that. I, I think that would be a real success. Uh, so back to um, this new enlightening aspect of <laughs> my life, which is that I have now attended a Villanova basketball game. What other takeaways did I have? Um, I think the fact, again, I was like, I was, again, surprised how much time was spent not playing basketball. But again, like, we can't have TV magic in real life. Like, it's not just basketball, cut to commercial, basketball, cuts commercial, yay, they won. And speaking of yay, they won, that was a bit of a falsehood. They didn't win. It's very upsetting, I know. I was on the ground devastated I wasn't actually I was just kind of tired at that point but I think again that was me being somewhat unprepared for the treacherous journey I had to go on it was actually very nice I like taking the train but like <laughs> um at that point I would that was the other thing too I was a little bit if I ha if I have any leg to stand on which I don't in terms of how to advise people to spectate these games I was a little bit I was a little bit saddened to see, spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't know, they didn't win this game. Um, and by the end, it was very close. It was a very close game for most of it, which should make it terribly exciting. And yet, by the end, we had, like, maybe there were, like, a minute left. And I saw people starting to leave. Now, I know we're not supposed to have dead air. We're not supposed to have a moment of silence. But I'm taking a moment of silence for that. You came, you came to this game, you made it an outing on your weekend, you went through the effort to show up, you went through the effort to, like, dress the part, you've been enthusiastically spectating this whole time, it's been a close game, they're... I'm not sure Villanova counts as the underdog, but, like, it has not been the best season Villanova's ever had, so maybe at, in the present day, it's somewhat of an underdog, and it was a home game, it was at Wells Fargo, it was in Philly, and you're leaving in the first, like, in the last minute, I don't know, I, it just, it didn't sit right with me, I was, I was, I was not gonna leave. I stayed for till the last fucking buzzer. Oh, I wasn't supposed to swear. I'm so sorry. I said freaking last freaking buzzer beater. Okay, I think I mumbled that enough that no one heard that. Um, sorry to everyone. I got I got swept up in the moment. I, I, I my anger got away from me right there. Wow. Oof. That was a quiet anger, but it was you could tell it was deep rooted. I am honestly speaking from the heart. I was kind of surprised and disappointed that everyone left before. I get it. Traffic. It was okay. It was very difficult to get back. I'll be honest. The train station right outside um, Wells Fargo. I think it's NRG station. Um, I was we okay. My friends and I were standing in that like throng of people 
for I think half an hour <laughs> trying to get through the turnstiles because a lot of people also didn't have SEPTA cards because I think because it was like they we had people coming in for the Eagles game which is happening like right right afterwards overlap immediate and then a bunch of people trying to leave at the same time it was just not a very it was a bottleneck situation so you know what actually maybe I'm telling on myself maybe everyone who left like two minutes earlier really got out but then again I don't think so because (laughs) it was kind of clogged once we got there a minute after everybody else left and it was clogged before we got there if I had to put some money on that so that was disappointing you can you can tell I'm a little bit saddened by that so maybe but maybe that says a little bit something about the kind of season we've been having and I don't I don't want to speak ill obviously I'm only a fan but I can't I'm definitely not the first one to acknowledge that we have not had the best season we've ever had so that's why I'm going to be introducing a little segment, a little segment on this episode, which is why is Villanova Wildcats not doing the best? Wrong answers only. Now, again, I have not been playing the traditional anthem of Take a Wild Guess because I still have to work out the music a little bit. I have to contact somebody about that. But if like I wish I could play that so for any new listeners you can get the sense that while this is definitely an educational program it is also a silly program so while I'm learning a lot I'm also laughing a lot <laughs> which is why before we attempt to seriously answer the question from an outside perspective obviously from a newcomer's perspective of why is this season not going the best we're going to answer it for in a little bit of a silly way so my first wrong answer as to why perhaps the wildcats are not doing their absolute stunning best is that actually i don't even want to say that maybe they are doing their best or it's just a super hard year but my answer to that is if i had trouble getting to the stadium and it impacted my viewing experience I have to believe that it impacted the players' playing experience and the coaches' coaching experience and anybody else who is more directly involved than I am, obviously, with the health and well-being of the team. Now, there's definitely somebody out here there who's listening to this and is saying, wow, Talene doesn't even know that the team gets their three moons in advance and they sleep underneath the stadium and they are there immediately, blah, 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 blah. But we do have to take into account every factor. Like, the best discoveries in science were made when variables that initially were dismissed were finally considered. I might be pulling that out of thin air. I I kind of just winged that analogy a little bit but I think it works uh so therefore we have to take into consideration the fact that getting to the stadium for the average man and woman is a little bit difficult and that could impact the spectators therefore that could that energy could leak into the players like mindsets 
I'm wow. I, I sound a little bit like I'm theorizing too hard on this, but again, we got to put forward some ideas, some arguments so that we can improve before the season's over. Uh, obviously only, only, only way to go is up Correct. Like I have only faith, but <laughs> so perhaps getting there and the fact that, Oh, this might be another one. I wonder if you like looked at the numbers, if historically when they play at the same time as the Eagles, if they do better or worse, I, I don't know if that's a super common thing that happens, but I feel like it would have to um, when the Eagles are doing terribly well because the Super Bowl is obviously this weekend. And, well, I just wonder if my listeners are the type of people as to when I say, do you know who's playing at the Super Bowl? They go, no, who? Or they go, yes, obviously, the Chiefs and the Eagles. Or if they say this third special answer, which is, yeah, I know who's playing, Rihanna. <laughs> Which, I, I don't believe that's an original joke, but if it is, wow, you're leaving a lot on the table. That's hilarious. But <laughs> um, that's all to say, I wonder if there's anything to that, if there's a correlation back on my science talk. I'm not a STEM major, but in another life I was. Um, if there's an, a correlation, though, of course, as we know, correlation is not equal causation. So... That might be a fruitless journey, but as we were talking about just before, the point of the journey is the journey. There's a better way to say that without repeating journey three times, but the sentiment is there. I think I'm communicating that pretty well. Hopefully. I mean, I'm not sure why they gave me any airtime if I'm not a good communicator. Though, it would be great if I got, like, my first anonymous, like hate mail based on how lackluster my communication skills are to this singular viewer I'm like I'm creating a whole little whole little problem that doesn't exist right now I don't need to do that let's let's take a step back before we get to our second silly answer for why the wildcats could be uh having not the best time and let's read a wild card but before we do I'm going to take a drink of water. So enjoy this moment of silence. Okay, so wild card. Let's do number two. Because it looks celebratory. I see like, I see that I think someone's been nominated for something. And on this half second of anticipation while you're on the edge of your seat, let me reveal it to you. Uh, Number two is that WXVU is proud to announce that we were nominated for five different 2022-2023 IBS, which is the International Collegiate Broadcasting System Media Awards, including Best Overall Station. Oh my goodness, I did not know this. It's because of listeners like you. Thank you, everybody, that this kind of recognition was possible. The winners will be announced at the IBS conference in New York City later this month. Full details are wxvu.org. Wow! <laughs> I did not know that. I feel like I, I, I wish I knew that. But you know what? Learning that piece of information live broadcasting, I think is the best way to learn it, actually. I, I'm actually fine with that because now I can share this uh, celebratory moment with viewers like you. 
thank you for listening. And now let's pull it back to why the Wildcats might not be having the best time. And this one might be even sillier than the last. And it actually did come out of a a personal experience I had while watching the game that I have not touched on yet. And that is that the colors on their jerseys are confusing when they switch them up. Now, I don't want to I don't want to tell on myself and say that I somebody who is in college get confused at when like matching colors. That would be a little bit embarrassing. But then again, I've never actually taken a color theory course, so maybe maybe that's a gap in my knowledge. But we showed up. There was a team in what I believe to be navy blue jerseys and another team in white and gold jerseys. And I said, well, obviously my home team is <laughs> obviously the one in navy blue jerseys. And it took about five minutes for my lovely, beloved friend Lily to go, Talene, that's not our team. And I said, what are you talking about? That's very clearly our color. And she goes, no, <laughs> we are the white and gold for this game specifically. And I said, what, what are you talking about? Look at my shirt. As I was discussing before, I have a navy dark blue shirt with a V on it. It's a light blue V with some white accents. Why am I not matching who was playing on the court, who I thought I would be matching? And she goes, I think it's actually for a charity thing. And then I felt a little bit stupid. I felt a little bit uh, like I was out of my depth there. But then again, I kind of felt out of my depth the whole time. That's good. When you feel uncomfortable, you, that's when you're learning something. Another excellent tidbit of, of learning going on. But back to this like color debacle um <laughs> i was confused i think for another okay let me let me reel that back i wasn't confused as i couldn't understand what she was saying but i will be so honest it like tripped me up a little bit when i was watching for the rest of the game because i've been so attuned to hearing like not to hearing but to like knowing to look for the dark blue uh and I don't think that the other team was dark blue. I think, again, I have bad eyesight. I wear glasses. I might need to change the prescription. But I I think they were wearing black, and I thought it was dark blue. Because I was like, there's no way they're the, they're the white and gold. That's just not the color. And it was. I think it was for uh, cancer awareness, which, again, makes me feel like even more of a an insensitive viewer. But... If I'm going straight for basketball viewing abilities and eliminating all these outside spectator attractions from what's going on, besides the great work that I'm assuming they're doing with cancer tragedy, cancer uh, awareness, I think it really did hinder my viewing. So then I wonder, could it have possibly impacted the playing experience of those on the court? I don't know like I uh, this is very much out of left field but I don't think it has no room to stand on let me explain my case because I'm sitting there I'm watching there's a millisecond or two in which I go oh 
yay. But then I realized, wait, wrong team. But my mind has been trained by my multiple years of rooting for people in Navy jerseys to root for the Navy color jersey. And when it's not that color or something akin to it, like this black, which looked the same to me personally, <laughs> would love to hear your listeners' opinion on that. If you're watching the show, if you're watching the show, I mean game, sorry. If you're watching the game, uh, let me know if that was a an issue anybody else had ever. <laughs> because if not, I just have an incredibly unique experience watching college basketball. Uh, but... I wonder if there's anybody else who was literally playing the game and they were like going to pass to somebody, one of their beloved teammates, and they were like, oh, wrong color for half a second. And half a second means a lot in basketball. It means a lot in most sports, but especially basketball with how fast it goes. So that's why I think this could – it's not the craziest thing to say I, w- I would love to track that. Oh, my goodness. Another data-driven answer that I would love to see is anytime they have played in the less used jerseys, does that trip you up? Or are they just, like, obviously going to look for their teammates who they, like, practice with every single day of all time, which would make a lot of sense if that's not actually an issue. But – Listen, it's a high-paced game. It's high stakes, high pressure. All that stuff does 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 work on the mind, and I wonder if there's any correlation with that. Like, if they don't do as well when they're not playing with navy jerseys, because they, because like a player would be have like an extra millisecond of like hesitation when they're making recognition for like who to pass to, for example. I feel like that's not crazy. It's, it's again, as I was buffering my argument, let's not buffer. I believe that this could be, could be true. I think it's not a crazy hypothesis. I would love to see a study formatted around this. I, if I can find the data, I will try and do it. I think I should actually. Oops, sorry. There's sirens going on right now. We're right next to the, uh, I was about to say highway. I'm not sure if it's a highway. It's like a double yellow line road, so maybe that's a highway. But it's an avenue, I think, technically, in the nominal sense, but in the categorical sense. I'm not sure if that counts as a as a highway always. So I think I now want to turn this question on to you. I would love to hear any any of my valued listeners takes on what is a silly reason why this season is not as decorated as previous ones could it have been the jersey colors mixing up of course this is one game but I'm talking about my experience so that's why it's fresh in my mind could it be getting to the stadium is difficult (laughs) um or could it be shocker this might be a little this might be crazy Besides what I'm saying, but it it could possibly be something to do with actually playing. I don't know, though. I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to step too hard on that. But I think there's a possibility that it could have also have something to do with the players and their ability level and (laughs) and perhaps maybe something to do with the fact that we have a new coach this season like I know, crazy out-of-the-box ideas, but that's why you tune in to take a wild guess for these crazy wild guesses. 
Oh my goodness. Look at that name drop. I was I have actually held back for like three episodes till I got to saying the name less awkwardly in all of my anecdotes. And now that it's happened, the floodgates are open. But spinning back to I know, I know. We're gonna move on from silly answers to what might be an actual serious answer to my own question. Which could just be that anytime you switch up leadership in any type of organization, there is going to be a period of adjustment. And that could be what this season is. And I don't think that's cause for concern. And I don't think that's cause for outcry or cause for shock. Because it's like, again, as we know, I'm not the expert in basketball, but I'm not that out of it when it comes to leading organizations when it comes to experiencing leadership and I think that with a new coach even with the storied history that coach Neptune has with the Wildcats it's a new position it's a shake-up Jay Wright was there for many 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 seasons so though I I don't think this even really reflects on the ability level as much as it could uh, be like reflecting on the ability level of like the players or the coach or so much. But I think just a huge change and change is difficult. But if we move forward, you can surpass that and change is temporary. So it's an adjustment period. Now let's move away from that really, really serious, <laughs> um, really serious answer right there and I think we're going to take it back to another question for my beloved viewers how are we liking the formatting of my show and while I don't want to put all of the power in your hands because I like controlling it a lot I do have to say I would love to hear some feedback specifically on the various mini segments I have come come up with and tried out And I think we kind of have a few accumulated that we can look back on. So right now we have my silly answers as to why the season is playing the way it is, which is, uh, I liked that one. I think it could go pretty well, but let's reflect some other ones. Another one that we did, which was, I think from like one of our very first episodes, which said, what did we learn this this episode this broadcast and I like that one I think we're gonna we're gonna circle back with that and I think one of the takeaways we could have from this episode is (laughs) kind of reflecting in multiple ways from my journey to Wells Fargo from our journey with take a wild guest together from the wildcats journey with new leadership I think we're learning that The end goal is not the point. The quest, the journey itself, is where it comes from. And I am still so mad that I can't think of what the actual name of that is. But if I can think of it, I will be letting you know, obviously. Um, So another excellent thing that we did uh, on this show previously is have a special guest last week. And I thought that was very fun. It was unfortunate because 
though it was a very valued guess, we were it was revealed that they knew almost as much about basketball as I did. And there's only so much room for <laughs> for having somebody with a wealth of personality and intelligence and style and all that what I obviously possess on the on the air but I think we also need to balance it out so to speak which is why our next guest if um uh, our next guest is going to be someone who is actually present and an integral part of most Villanova basketball games she she kind of brings together the spectators and the players in almost a musical way. I don't want to give away too much, but we're very excited to hear her next. So look out for that. She's going to be our second special guest of the season, and I'm excited to speak with her. And anyone else that you would like to hear me have a conversation with, have actual have an actual interview with, because I can, I can be a little bit more serious if necessary, if the situation calls for. But anyone you would like me to interview, please let me know. I would, I would like to make it happen for my brilliant viewers for my brilliant listeners and with that it's rounding out another 15 minutes let's hop into a another announcement let's do number seven i always love the number seven longwood gardens is a proud supporter of wxvu and they invite you to come make your winter escape Ooh. Embark on an exotic day trip by escaping escaping to Longwood's Warm Conservatory, a lush sanctuary of a variety of beautiful plants from around the world. Explore the ever-changing Orchid House as it bursts with colorful standouts from our expansive collection, with new orchids coming into brilliant flower throughout the season with Longwood's changing display. Longwood Gardens, located in Kennett Square, with ticketing information available at longwoodgardens.org. That sounds lovely, and it reminds me of the fact that I currently have an orchid dying in my room. (laughs) I didn't mean that to sound like a downer. It's a very nice thing. I got the orchid from uh, my mother for my birthday. It was very sweet. I have another flower that I received recently, again, for my birthday. So don't worry. Uh, though we have death happening, we also have life blooming. So it's, it's not it's not so upsetting. And I also was I, – I, here's another reason why I'm not that upset. This is, oh, my goodness, look at this Take a Wild Guest episode. You're going to get more than just basketball knowledge and vague analogies that you've probably heard before. But this one is some gardening knowledge, very on trend with what Longwood Gardens has going on. Which is, I asked my roommate Celia about my dying orchid because I felt very bad. I was I was trying to water it on a weekly basis, specifically half a cup, as like the sign on it said. Like I I had a whole calendar going. I was trying to take take care of this. It was out of direct sunlight, so it was like a little bit farther away from my window, not directly there. I would turn it a little bit. Listen, I was I was pampering the thing, but. Uh, Celia, who is much better at taking care of plants than I am, though I love it. I'm not very good at it. She has a much greener thumb. She let me know that herself and her own grandmother, who she has proclaimed is also blessed with the greenest thumbs alive, just believe in the sentiment that orchids are born to die. (laughs) Which is morbid when you say it like that, but 
is apparently honestly what happens in that <laughs> orchids are incredibly difficult to take care of and that's why you shouldn't feel too bad as an amateur when you let your beloved mother's orchid die on your desk and it's okay i'll press the flowers it was a beautiful purple while it lasted and this to sneakily wrap it all the way back to our white card is why what they're doing at Longwood Gardens is really impressive. Because <laughs> as I've been told from a variety of uh, trusted sources in my life on plant on plant uh, life is that orchids are difficult to take care of. So if they have an ever-changing orchid house that burns with a standout of colorful uh, orchids from around the world that's that's really impressive and i would take the day out to in their words make your winter escape to longwood gardens um so you can tell that the the orchid thing was bothering me a little bit i had to get that off my chest um but back to what we're really here to talk about which is take a wild guess and we're rounding out at our show's runtime and for that I want to thank you all for sticking me with this one. And let's do my segment, which is what have we learned today? And I think, well, we learned a couple of things. We learned that it's really hard to get to Wells Fargo Stadium (laughs) uh, when you are also holding an Eagles game immediately after the basketball game that was a brilliant scheduling move it was it was it was fun but it was also like wow that took forever um we also learned that the value of a journey is i'm okay i'm sorry i don't want to leave dead air ever but i need to know what this uh it's not a motif like phrase is like the value of the journey is in the journey i i'm now into a world of pretty pictures with oh my goodness i'm now on a web page that says 77 beautiful journey quotes and captions to inspire an inner awakening i don't need an inner awakening i need a I need a very clear quote that's incredibly popular that I don't remember. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. This is so, this is silly. It's a little bit unprofessional. Thank goodness I'm not being paid right now because I feel really bad. But like, oh my goodness. There's like 8,000 quotes going on right now that none of them are what I'm looking for. Let me read some of them to you. If you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Unknown. That's not relevant to what I need right now. The f- like, what's this one? A big things have small beginnings. The journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. Oh my goodness. That's like so true. Like, I'm not going to disagree with that. But... Somebody's gonna, somebody who's listening to this is gonna be like wringing their, wringing their head right now because they're like, this, this girl does not remember. Oh my goodness. 
Okay. Here's one that kind of says what I'm trying to say in terms of sentiment, but is not the phrasing I'm thinking of. It goes, it is good to have an end to journey towards, but it is the journey that matters in the end. I appreciate that wordplay. It's from our our friend Ernest Hemingway. So somebody who knows his way with a pen. But I'm sorry, Ernest, that's not actually the phrasing I'm thinking of. Some English major, please come rescue me. I can't think of it right now. But let's go. Let's get back to this segment before I absolutely lose my mind trying to think of this. I'm gonna start next next episode next week. I'm not even gonna say hello. It's gonna be the rudest in- intro ever. I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna say the phrase, and I'm gonna say, I can't believe it took me to took me this long to think of it. I'm gonna, that's gonna be ridiculous. <laughs> but at least it won't be rewarding to any of my faithful viewers and listeners who have actually stick stuck with me for these 40 minutes while I have not thought of this one phrase imagine if no one said it and I and I'm just I'm thinking it this super relevant phrase that I probably thought of once when I was a kid and was like well this is a way to live my life and I just thought it was the most famous phrase of all time oh my goodness I hope I'm wrong I hope it was said a million times before I hope it's on a t-shirt I hope it's on a inspirational poster and I hope I can buy it and then read it every single time we do a broadcast here at Take a Wild Guess. Wow. my You can tell my passion is coming through for this subject. <laughs> my passion for jerseys being the right color for recognition purposes and my passion for <laughs> my passion for getting the correct journey quote. You know, wait, stop. I can't get too off topic. But for any fans of the band journey that was a really good band for i can't go on that tangent i can't even i cannot even attempt to relate that back to to the basketball game but i've said the word journey so many times it's lost its meaning to me so i had to i had to try and swing it back and it didn't work but oh my goodness (laughs) we're switching last last lesson learned is that anytime there's new leadership you need a period of adjustment and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. It's a journey. It's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey. This has been a jersey. Journey. Oh, my God. It's been a journey. Uh, she's losing it. Wow. No, I'm just having too much fun. I, mean, I hope you're having fun. I hope you're not just like, well, I wish I changed the station three seconds ago. But <laughs> I'm having fun. I hope you're having fun. Thank you for listening to WXVU, The Roar, 89.1. And I'm going to... I'm going to take you back to some smooth jazz, I believe it's going to be. Thank you for listening, and you remember, life is a journey.